Welcome, welcome, everybody. It is great to be here. It is November of 2023. How did that happen? <laughs> I said, I've been saying that lately. I am really grateful to be here, and I'm feeling a lot of gratitude in my life. This is episode 36, and I I seem to pass some of the round numbers there and just realize I passed it and then feel excited or good about it. And one of the things that has really got my attention this time since I've turned my focus on gratitude, during the end of the year where I'm transitioning and where I, where I recommend everyone really close out their year and consider how we're closing out our year strong, we go through a phase here of looking at what is happening with all the goals we set in the past year and all the things we'd like to look forward to and what we want for 2024. And gratitude fits into that because there is a difference. I like to evaluate. Gratitude is a big enough concept and a big enough idea that I like to evaluate it on its own every year. And really look at not just have I been grateful, but how have I expressed it or in what ways am I not expressing it? So are there any parts of my life, any areas of my life where I'm not showing up in an expression of gratitude? Because it is a difference maker. Gratitude is a major difference maker in our emotional resourcefulness and how we show up. Now, when I started in the, this podcast 36, 38 months ago, whenever, when I decided, when I finally decided that I was going to start, right, that I was done planning, that I had done all I could do, and that the idea was to start, one of the things I did is I shifted my values. Had I not been grateful for everything I had, I would not have been able to shift my values as, e as easily or simply. And when I did launch, I had some people that knew me, some friends and some colleagues that were a little upset with me because I didn't announce it well. And they said, why couldn't you have given us a heads up that you launched this? We would have loved to have been there to support it. Some people felt like they had missed out and others felt like they weren't given an opportunity to participate. Now I was still also then, I was also doing a lot of live videos and training seminars to go along with the launch of um, Designing Your Strengths book. And I was doing groups for our Grateful and Fit Now program. I was doing weekly discussion groups, and um, I was doing the same with Designing Your Strengths. So we, so there, there were a lot of opportunities to get on live video with my, you know, where my clients, and a lot of people, when I just decided to jump off and do the, the podcast, people felt like, I could have done a better job. Maybe that's true. I'm sure there's always room for improvement and hindsight is 2020. So, but because I was feeling a sense of gratitude and because I practice an extreme sense of gratitude, I shifted my values because it, to me, it was taking too long for, to, to make movement, to have movement towards a goal. And I shifted my values towards making the start and towards accomplishing that. And then I 
started a different belief track in my mind of how I process with the importance of starting and the importance of leading by example and that sometimes good enough is good enough. And I always strive for excellence. But I'm telling you something right now. When excellence becomes perfection, when we, when we lean too hard into that, it can quickly become an ideal of perfection, a driver or anything else for percept for perfection. And it is not simple or easy to feel a, a, a lot of gratitude, to feel an extreme sense of gratitude and have perfection at the same time. It just doesn't, it doesn't, those energies don't fit well together. Now, we may have, somebody may have a construct in their mind of the meaning of those words where they somehow fit. That when they hit perfection, they're extremely grateful. And I get those, those ways of thinking. I understand we could twist this into something we choose. But the reality is when I'm going after perfection, I don't have a lot of grace for myself. There's not a lot of understanding and there's not a lot of room for growth. So it's polarized. It's, it's, it's an extreme of excellence. And there's not a lot to be grateful for. Maybe I could be grateful for that extreme of excellence. But if it's missing the choices, decisions, and everything else along the way, and if I'm, if I'm in this laser-focused, almost with blinders on idea for perfection, I tend to forget other people and other things that are very important in life. So I make the statement that says, Gratitude, the type of gratitude that strengthens our emotional state and makes us in much, it increases our resourcefulness and our flexibility and our, and, and our ability, our strength, our emotional strength to work with others and to compete in the world. And when I say compete, I mean, I mostly compete with myself. I love to measure myself against my best, about against what I've done the best so far and continue to improve that. But I mean, as far as competing in the world, as far as interacting in the world. So, and trying to do our best in and amongst everything. Emotional resourcefulness is, is important. And our physiology is important if we want to maintain a positive and resourceful emotional state. So all of that goes into this big lump, right? This, this, there's a circle of, of things that come together all at one time for that. And we're getting into the idea of extreme gratitude. You know, Thanksgiving's right around the corner, and it's easy to feel thankful and grateful for things on a surface level. It's different when we take it to a deeper level where we reach the emotional state where it starts to really affect our physiology because... Gratitude expressed can affect our physiology, whereas um, feigned gratitude and just being, you know, it doesn't. And it doesn't matter what we're grateful for. The science says that, or there is science that says that if I practice gratitude by having three new things every day for 30 days, I think on the 31st day, somebody said that they, that there was a chemical change in our brain and in, and in our body after practicing gratitude for that many days, 31 days and three things a day 
that we are grateful for different every day and we get a change. Now, we've shortened that window by practicing gratitude differently. And what that tells me is that if I intensify my practice and change how I do it, right? If I make it more visceral, if I use it in my daily routines and actually look for ways to express it so that it's, it's, it's being worked on and utilized in more of my senses than just sight and sound of saying it or, se or sending a text to somebody. We used to, I used to send texts to each other uh, for 30 days straight and see how we felt afterwards and keep a journal. Well, we're able to shorten that window to seven days. We've had some people say they felt a major difference after only four days by bringing it in three times. And, and there, we have charts that we use for this. And it's amazing, right? So we know that different levels of expression of gratitude work to bring us a quicker result and a more powerful and impactful resort in how we're doing things. So how does that relate, right, to me starting the podcast? Well, when I got the feedback, I was really clear. I said, look, I apologize that you don't feel that you had the things you would have liked to have had, that you felt cheated out of an experience. But really the truth is, is that it was important that I start. And I had a belief system that that was more important than getting it perfect and getting it right. Starting showed a gratitude for the resources that I do have. Gratitude for the resources that I do have that make me capable, that cause me to be capable of starting the podcast allowed me to start. And valuing starting first and the belief system of putting the value of starting first and leading by example was there too. So now as we come up against the end of the year and we're looking at 2024, right? And we're saying, how does gratitude fit into this? I'm going to ask, what is it in your life that you're waiting to start? Right? What is it in your life that you're waiting to start? Well, I want to, I want to get through the holidays. I want to wait till the first of the year. We've talked to some clients that don't want to start in certain engagements till after the first of the year. And I, that's a great, that's a fine decision. I'm not going to argue the decision to wait. What I am going to say is, do you need to? And in some cases, you're going to say, yes, there's some work environments and business environments where because a lot of vacations are happening, it might make it more challenging to start now because a lot of people are taking time at the end of the year with family and you need all hands on deck to get everyone on board and on the same page. Okay. Like there's definitely reasons. Wait, but what about that doesn't mean everything should wait. And the best place to evaluate this with ourselves is with ourselves, not with our groups. So, or maybe our families, right? My oldest daughter and I started a holiday routine a number of years ago where we decided to go 100% healthy food, uh, locally raised, locally sourced, uh, the turkey that was local. If we, you know, and the vegetables we bought were raised locally. Any of the other meats that we had, we got from locally. And we went with organic, we went with raw, we went with natural, we went as best we could to be 
supernatural and lower our carbon footprint, so to speak, by not buying, buying stuff from all over the place and have a Thanksgiving. And that was a way to intensify our gratitude. Now, a lot of, we have big Thanksgiving sometimes, and a lot of people wanted the traditional things that are crap, that have Velveeta and, you know, I'm not going to, no one's going to pay me money <laughs> for anywhere. Velveeta is not, Kraft isn't going to pay me any money for being out here because I won't talk nice about it. Although it, I used to love it. I, and I, I'm, I'm not going to say the flavor's bad, but I don't, I, it's not something I want anymore. Once I learned how it was making me feel, once I noticed a, a lot of the other things that was happening in my body with it, I didn't want it anymore. And I had the belief system to stop. So anyway, so it, we haven't continued that entirely. And this year we're taking a little bit different tact, I understand, but, but that's not the point. The point, the point I'm making here is that that was a way of expressing an intense form of gratitude and really embracing the resources we have within our fingertips and how beautiful that is. Same thing I did with starting the podcast. So what can you start? As a family, maybe you can start eating healthier. As maybe a small unit, maybe you have workout partners or you have a church group or another civic group. Maybe together you can inspire, you can come together with a group and inspire some form of change. Now, after the first of the year, we round the corner towards Easter and we hit Lent and a lot of people give things up and that's a time to release something and give it up for a certain period of time. There's some different reasonings behind that. But in the vein of looking at what we're grateful for and how do we maximize the best in ourselves and the best in our resources, how do we really acknowledge the, grat great, the gratitude for all of those amazing resources? It's to start now. It's to start now and do our best and then have a benchmark to improve from. And then express gratitude along the way for the improvements. So I've had extreme gratitude for my team that, that helps put this all together and Pod Shuttle and Indy. And it's all of these there's all these resources that are, that are around me that are helping me launch this. And I got behind because of travel or whatever other reason or excuse I had. And there were times I got behind in those 36 episodes, but you know, we've had an episode every week for 36 weeks. I think one of them was late, right? And, um, that took a commitment of more people than me, right? How I, I what a, an amazing thing to be grateful for. We're not in this alone. We're, and when we start in a perfect way, I don't need other people. If I wait until I have the perfect equipment, the perfect system, and I've taken the class and I've learned the study and I've read the paper and I got the t-shirt, oh, I don't need anybody else. I got it all figured out and I got it dialed in. Thanks. Here's my podcast. I got it. Or whatever it is that we're starting. But when we make a start and do our best and ask for help, and apologize if it, if it didn't work quite right for anyone else and explain to them why. We've had an increase in communication. We've had an increase in partnerships and in help and in support. We've had an increase of using our resources. We've stood or sat in the driver's seat of our life. 
and stayed in, in our, in our sense of self with our autonomy of making decisions and then led others by helping them understand our reasoning for doing it. All of those are wins. All of those are wins to be extremely grateful for. So as we round the corner into Thanksgiving next week, we're going to talk more about gratitude. We may talk a little bit more about the, some of the values around gratitude or I'm, I'm, my intention also is to talk a little bit about what's going to happen over Thanksgiving and the opportunity to gorge ourselves <laughs> and overdo it and feel bad about it later. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, there's, there's a lot, there's people in my life today that I know can afford to eat whatever they want and they take it out in the gym later because they've taken care of themselves. They're in epic condition and it works. I think that is an amazing thing to be right. So all people, those of us that are there, people that are right there and can do that. That's amazing, right? Run after it. Show us, you know, keep doing it. Show, show the people in your life how by doing it and sticking with it. For those of you that have goals and you're not quite where you want to be and you, and you're not in a position where you can take advantage of it. Your body's not working optimally. Your physiology is not in that zone that you'd like it to be in. Look at what you can start now to make a difference and see what you're willing to sacrifice. I don't think it's a sacrifice when we're gaining something that we want. It only appears that way when we're not living in a, in a mindset of where we're expressing gratitude because we can be grateful for things. That's easy. But when we begin to express gratitude, it comes out in our decisions and our actions and our communications. We become grateful for the willpower, for the desire, for the ability to make a change that's going to benefit our life and get us something we want. No. I've been the guy on the other side of the fence saying, well, I'm grateful for pecan pie this year. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've been there. And I wasn't where I wanted to be physiologically today. I was where I wanted to be physiologically then because that's where I was. Right? So, and I can only say that because I've come through it. And anyone that's come through something knows that if you were in a condition that you now know you didn't want to be, that has nothing to do with your goals today, even though you didn't know it at the time. I didn't know it at the time, but I wanted to be where I was at the time. Therefore, I was there. I also wanted to have a lot of narratives as to how I didn't like it and how I wanted something to change. And as I found more ability and as I practiced moving forward in stronger, more powerful ways, I, I found a lot of ways to let it go. Found a lot of ways to let things down, drop, put things down and leave them behind and not mess with them anymore. And some things that I got to let go of 95% or 90% or 80%, depending on what they are. So, man, whatever you're doing to prepare for Thanksgiving, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, we'll talk more in the next week. I hope this gives everyone a head start. Now, we've, we've gone and covered a lot of ground in the, last, in the last month on how to bring 2023 to a powerful close and how to step into 2024 like a champion and like the champion you are. Okay, so we're going to continue that push as we get closer. 
it just gets better because now we start turning into what can I start? Okay. So think about what you can just start, even if it's not perfect and drop me a line and let me know what you chose. We'll talk about it through the end of the year. And, uh, I've heard from some people that they are interested in doing some type of a group through the holidays, some type of a meetup online where we can come together and we have some interest from St. Lucia down in the islands. We have a friend of mine in the Philippines and somebody from Germany and a handful of people from around the States, uh, California, Miami, New York. I, there's a few others. I, I'm just losing track, but so we will most likely be doing that. We're trying to narrow down some dates. If you're, if you want in on that, let me know. And, you know, also throw topics up if you want to, that we can talk about, but, um, we're coming together to support each other in getting to our goals, the most powerful way we can and finding the best of ourselves and aiming the best of ourselves toward the easiest, fastest, most lucrative way to win where everyone around us wins. So the goal in, in one of the goals for 2024 for me is to maintain, maintain a resourceful, kind, strong emotional frame that is consistently looking how to better the, the people and the processes and the, and the organizations around me and only have that type of energy in my life to really maintain that energy and level it off. So there's, I don't want to, so I don't have it. So there's not as many of the ups and downs and peaks and valleys regardless of travel, regardless of all the other things, right? And learn, part of that is learn how to rest and maintain that as well. So it's going to be a great 2024. I, I am expressing gratitude to all of the people in my life that are on this journey with me because we're really experiencing some beautiful things that Otherwise we couldn't, there's a lot of the world that feels like every, every, a lot of people feel like everything's falling apart and we're coming together. So it's, uh, it's a beautiful day and we'll see you guys next week. Love to all. Thank you for joining us for another amazing episode of the point with me, Jeff spikes. The greatest compliment you could give me is liking, loving, and sharing this episode with all your friends. So please, if you're on Spotify, iHeart, or iTunes, leave a five-star rating and review. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. Make sure to tag me. I love hearing from you, the listeners of this show. The links for all my social and iTunes are in the show notes. Also, if you'd like to engage with me in anything related to my coaching, consulting, speaking, or programs, please visit jeffspikes.com for everything you would need to know to engage with me offline. And lastly, thank you for your time, your attention, and your consideration. This is The Point.